make sure things are safe to eat. We just making sure it's properly thawed right now. You know what I'm saying? We can't cook this in the, t- in the time that we want to have it done for our guests if it's not fully thawed out. Now, a lot of people don't understand that it takes a minute to thaw out a turkey, which me and my partner found out yeah. a little later because, you know, we had to go in speed, speed motion. I was used to auntie and grandma handling all this type of motion. But guess what? This is why I want the child is on put on because we got another turkey ready to go. Boom! <sighs> gotta have multiple turkeys when you're doing shit like this. You gotta make sure you're ready for whatever. We got some serious guests coming through today. We gotta make sure this shit is proper. Appreciation episode. Yeah, so we back on the chow. We getting this turkey ready for the appreciation day. Myself, Mr. At. What's up, what's up? Make some noise. All right, so look, right now, we're going to clean this turkey out. It's properly thawed and everything. So now I'm going to gut this joint out and get to that. You see, I got gloves on, man, because as much... I do not like digging in this turkey bear handy, man. I'm gonna keep it. Take this out for me. And the science is this, man. You wanna throw your turkey turkey out properly. So time that can take 24 hours, depends on the weight of the turkey. This right here is a 25, alright? Yep. Um and Big Boy. Yeah, it's a 25 pounder. So what I like to do is I like to fatten all that bone. I keep that on there, let that let that cook down. But um I like the first season my turkey. Greg Wolf's recipe by hand. That book, that's sacred right there. Tablespoon, oregano as well. Gives it a little flavor, but also too. It gives it that aroma because when, when people want walk in the crib, you want them to smell like pre-sa A little flour in there. Rub it in. Every G should not have cooked, man, so you ain't got to depend on nobody. Dude, this is what they do to me, man. Yo, come on, Chad, you gotta. Listen, I've never seen somebody make a Thanksgiving dinner so quick. Now, the proof is gonna be in the pudding when that pudding when everybody eats. You know what I'm saying? That's when we're gonna see what it is, man. You feel me? That's when we're gonna see exactly what's going down. Woo! Push it to the limit tonight. We pushing it to the limit. That's the turkey. Woo! I don't even want look how golden that looks. Turn that thing, hold on, turn that thing on. See how golden? Stop playing with me. Go to champ, stop playing with me. Wait a minute. 
Oh, we gonna get to that turkey. You on the chat, you already know what it is. Boom! Boom, look at that thing ready to burst, see? Ooh! Oh, shit! That's the weight on it. Boom! Boom! <laughs> 205. Oh, we up 208. 209. Okay. 208. Here we you go. Always, you always good here because this is the thickest part of me. show or after show whatever it is but you know that I was a part of them and you were doing some instigating type of situations <laughs> and the audience I thought you didn't remember that. was looking at me to see if I'm going to react and I'm just doing just a little smile yo you remember that wow I didn't think you remember that you never oh, brought yeah. that up before that's crazy welcome to on the child I'm your host, Tragedy Gaddafi, along with my co-host, Mr. Ang. What up, what up? Carrot on the chow. The guest comes through and makes their signature dish just for you. Food for thought, real conversation. Y'all make sure y'all do the dishes on the chow. Let's go. Right about now, you want another episode of On the Chow with myself, Tragedy, and Mr. Ang. But we got some real exclusive official guests right now. We got Cool DJ Red Alert. That's Unk right there. And we got Static Selector. There you go. Let's clap it up. Yeah, yeah. We clapping all that. We clapping all that. We're going to have pre-secation, right? Thanksgiving, whatever you want to call it, but it's pre-secation. We're going to have some food, and uh, we're going to get in some good dialogue and have some real talk. This is going to be me. Medellin, official. I appreciate the meal, man. You put in work right here. Light work, light work. As comparison to what y'all do. So, on the chat, get ready. It's going down. Let's go. So, we back right now with on the chow. And we got red alert. We got stag selector. Yo, this is, this is mean. This is mean, Barry, right here. But now, may I ask a question? Yes, you can. Of course now, you can. I always know that you 
He's a damn good artist. But I didn't know your art was like this too. Okay. This is a different type of art I see you got. Okay. Huh? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like most artists mm -hmm. that I've that I've that I've noticed, they're not just good at one thing. Especially in hip hop, they have other passions. That's true. Right? But like we come from that era where you know, we went through the we went through the phases in the era of the eighties, nineties or whatever. You actually was in the seventies. We're gonna get to that too. Um hmm. but you know, hip hop is mostly about being official, being real. Of this course. is kinda a different side of me. So um maybe I should have came out with this before, but you know how it go, you know what I'm saying? But it's a good side. Yeah, gracious side. Damn good side. Gracious side. Gracious side. Um man. What I first wanna do is, right? I wanna I wanna it's gonna be a back and forth thing, but uh you alone, man, um the first time I met you, I was probably like thirteen years old, man. Mm. And uh, you know, this is this is going, you know, in that era where there was a lot of there's a lot of borough beef. Let's be clear, it was a lot of borough beef. You know what I'm saying, man? Mm. And uh I loved you in the beginning. But mm. then I, I gotta keep it greenberry. I was trying to be loyal then. That's how you know it's not a lie. I was trying to be loyal to my side, right? You okay. gotta understand that, right? right? And you know where we at now is nothing but love. Um, make a long story longer. How did you feel during that whole time when the Queens Bridge Bronx thing was going on? I gotta ask you that. You know what? Funny you say that because it extended from the radio. You know, rest in peace to Super Rock and Mr. Magic. The door opened up for Magic, people yes. like me to be where Myself I'm at. Too. You know, and um, who he had was his affiliation of people from your bro, Queens. Yes, sir. Because he's a Brooklyn cat. You know, he's a Brooklyn cat, but he had everybody under him from Queens. Mm. So when I see that they was making their bones, me, you know, a lot of people don't know. Everybody always look at me from the Bronx. Manhattan, though. But I'm Harlem. Harlem, yeah. I'm Harlem. Talk about it. You know, so I made my bones DJing in the Bronx, being down with the cats in the Bronx. But when I got into radio, I was playing against cats from Queens, mm. you know, and it was a rivalry because, you know, Magic always held it down on the radio. Mm -hmm. And then first person they had on board before me was my cousin, the original DJ Jazzy J. Factual. And then, after a couple months, he left, and I came on. Okay. Magic, you know, he was that voice that he was like an Eve Hutton. Yeah. You talk, everybody listen. That's right. So he's the one that started talking about me on the radio. Mm. Who's this guy down the dial with red hair? <laughs> what they call him? His mouth was spicy, Parcel. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He was calling me all different things. He said, who's this guy who was... Red who? Red dirt? Wow. Woody Woodpecker? Oh, wow. You know? Oh, 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 oh he was greasy at me. He was greasy. Yeah. You know? And um, I ain't gonna lie. I was taking it on the chin because everybody knows I'm walking the streets. Yo, man, you getting dissed. I even came to the program director at the radio station. Yo, this guy dissed me. He started you went at the program? Hold on, stop. You went at the program director? Yeah, because I felt, I felt some kind stop. of ways I got on the radio. Stop. Go ahead. So here it is, so I got to the program director of the station. I worked at 98.7 Kiss. I said, yo, this guy down and down dissing me. He started laughing. Then I'm getting angry, you know? Because, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. Yo, how are you going to laugh about it? He said, no, no, sit down. 
you have a right to be angry. But I'm going to tell you something. Same time that he's talking about you, he's advertising you. Factual. So Factual. I had to let that soak in for a little while, and then I learned to fall back. Mm. But then here it is. People, to my defense, will start making some promos for me going after Mr. Magic. Now, would that be a man named... Huh? Who would that be first? Who did that first? It was it was a couple of different that they did not really take off nowhere, but they took it upon themselves to make promos. It was one that I yeah, big big my big big my sorry, Mr. Right. Magic. I forgot the name of the people that did that. And then, you know, later on I got involved with the Roxanne Roxanne thing. Mm. Now, when you say the Roxanne, just so people know, when you say the Roxanne, Roxanne thing, are you talking about the real Roxanne and Roxanne Shantae? Well, it started off with UTFO. Factual. Now, from what I learned... Peace to Kango, too, man. We, yeah, we want to yeah. get well. We want Yo, Kango man, to get well. Peace Kango. to Kango. Hang in there, man. That's right, Hang factual. Hang in there, my brother. Go ahead, bubble. Here it is. From what I learned that I took it upon myself to start playing Roxanne, Roxanne, which was the B-side. The A side was hanging out. That's right. I started playing it. But from what they saying that Magic and the King, they the ones that started off. And there were some issues. And they had problems with um, UTFOs. So what they did, they went and go after a young lady under the behalf of Marley to make a record going after Shantae. That's right. That's right. So that stirred the whole thing up. Meanwhile... I'm at Russell Simmons' office, Russell Dutch. And where was this at then? That was when Russell had an office down 26th Street in Broadway. Okay, okay. This now, is before me, because when, when, I, when I went to his office, it was on West 4th. Yeah, this okay. was on 26th Street in Broadway. All right. So now when I went there, you know, hanging out, meanwhile, who come walking in? Spider D and Sparky D. Sparky, Sparky D had the green eyes. Yes. They both came in the office because... Russell was managing Spider D. Here it is, he brought the young lady Sparky, which was his lady at the time, mm. saying, We just finished doing this in the studio. They let Russell hear it. He said, Yo, this is bad. Yo, we got to work on this. We got to go after this right now. And yeah, Sparky yeah. said, Yeah, y'all going so fast. Y'all speeding. I know, I know, but I don't have a DJ. I stand and be right there. He said, She said, You want to be my DJ? I said, Okay. Not to cut you. Not to cut you. It's, it's, it's a lot of good stuff in here, man. Um, that's another thing I was thinking about the other night, probably yesterday, when I was talking to my partner, and I was like, yo, when people don't show up, that make a lot of opportunities for dudes. Because I was telling them how Freddie Fox was supposed to show up to a session, and Eric B. brung Rakim. And thus you have Eric B. for president. And then I was watching an interview on you on Red Bull, and you spoke on how... You know, uh, 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 Bambada needed a DJ, and and but the person didn't show up, right? And you got the alley oop, right? So that's the way it all came in. So here it is. I started DJing for her, and she made a record answer to Shantae. So now, once again, I'm already having situation with Magic on radio, but now it's gonna be coming. This gonna make wax. it bigger. Yeah, making it on wax. So that's when that went on. Factual. After that, about a year and a half later, here come my man, who I knew for a long time. Rest in peace, Scott LaRock. Rest in peace, wow. Me and him was always vibing back and forth. He was telling me how you want to get in. I'm hanging out in Latin quarters. Was he a social worker or something, too? 
Yeah, he was. Yeah. At a, um, you know, shelter. That's L. That's L. So, but I knew him because we had, you know, we used to play ball and yeah. everything, you know. So, um, I saw him come to Latin Quarter, Celebrity Night. That was a Tuesday. That's when the awesome two used to have Celebrity Night. My man DJ Raul was the DJ. DJ Scott and, and a couple other guys that come walking in. He had, remember what they used to, them hard plates at the time before they was officially out? They called them acid tapes. Acid tapes, that's right. Yeah, a plate. That's right. They were, like the, they were like the sample. Right. You can only scratch it a little bit and it'll get ruined. Yeah. yeah. They wasn't built for that. They handed it to Raul. Raul go ahead, put it on. Instamatic, everybody just start going off. Mm. Now, he said, before it finished, I got to play this from the beginning again. Mm-hmm. He played it, everybody went crazy. After that, he took the record and handed it to Scott. Scott handed it to me and said, this is for you. A lot of people don't understand that was an answer to a song that was made before. What was that song? The song that was made before is called The Bridge. Oh, I'm, uh, hold on. So you're talking about The Bridge is over. Was no. Was it Acetate? No, no. South Bronx. You're talking about... South Bronx. Wow. South Bronx was the answer to The Bridge. Because I heard that there was some, you know, debates between each other and, you know, they got tight. So they went ahead and made that. So once again, I'm in the loop about this once again. Every so, time you try to get out, they pull you in, man. Right? So when it came to the point, and I will say this, when it came to the point that, because one thing I can say, even though there was like, you know, back and forth thing, but Marty made something good, mm-hmm. I was playing it. You, you know? was, I remember that. You know, one thing got nothing to do with the other. It may be rivals, but you know, you're making you, some good music, I'm going to play it. I don't want to cut you on the add-on, because I'm going to get into that too. Man, this this turkey getting cold. We we going there so much. I'm sitting there looking at you. Me too. I'm like, what's your last question? No, you right? You right? And it's a wrong answer. Nah, but it's the right answer. Oh, okay. It's the right answer coming from you. Yo, we gonna come back, man. This is this is this is this is like the best food right here. Y'all gotta understand it's the best food. We gonna come back. We gonna cut this turkey. We gonna get things right, man. And I'm gonna give my brother a plate. And my brother a plate. My brother a plate. Like they give me plates, man. Food for thought, man. Y'all do the dishes. We'll be right back. Go to chat. This is on the chow. Myself, Trash. My coach, Mr. Act. We got, uh, we got cool DJ Red Alert. Um... Anyway, you say the name, it's impeccable. We got Static Selector, you know what I mean? A man of many hats, mastering the game at this point. Yo, um, we left off talking about the whole Queens, Bronx. I wouldn't say confliction. I would say uh, odds. So, I got to say this, man. Um, with with coming, coming from... Harlem, but being like real, having a tight link with the Bronx, and you know the whole thing between the Queens and Bronx and all of that. I mean, you said you know you was playing the bridge and all that because see now it, it, I'm from the bridge, <laughs> so you know that was like 
That was a real deep time, man. Yeah. But you know what? Something I skipped over that I should have should have mentioned. Even though there was a rivalry at the time during the Roxanne Roxanne, mainly it was more like Sparky and Shantae. Okay. You know, I know it all started from UTFO. And okay. then there was a real Roxanne. Then they had so many other Roxanne records. Yeah. But, you know, they, not the country. Yo, they probably had like 60 rock, Roxanne records. Man, so many. He put me on to that one day. I didn't even know that. But yeah. Mad Roxanne records. People are probably looking at it just a way to get in the That's exactly, exactly what it was. You had a dude, you had you had mad people in Florida with like pop-up labels. When I say pop-up labels, I'm talking about it was a label for a week. Yeah. And they made a record. They made three records, and one of the records was a Roxanne record. Yep. Okay. So here it is. Between Sparky and I, along with Shantae and it was it was like Shan that was DJing, but you know, Kamari busy at home producing on the radio. <laughs> we was always on the road, <coughs> and we was always together on the road doing yeah. shows. Yeah. So I remember that a couple of times. My roommate would fly a tie. Your mm. roommate? Yup. My Wait, roommate. Hold, stop, 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 stop. For the people that don't know, Fly Tie was the VP at Cold Chillin' Records. VP before that, known as manager for everything Magic along with Marley. Roxanne. And you know, Marley. The, the early stages of the Juice Crew. Love the Fly Tie. The beginning stages. Love Fly Tie. Yes, sir. So you were roommates with Fly Tie. So that goes to show you that even though there was rivalry with us, but we was always together because no one down there, we may be. Going at each other in the city, but when we out of town, we sticking together because we don't know whatever take place. That's a fact. You know, all that's out the window. We yeah, together. That's right. Whatever happens. So that's how it was. But now here it is when it came to within this thing between first Shan and along with Marty against you know Boogie Down Production. They included me in it. Here goes Sharon made the answer to the bridge, which is called Kill That Noise. <laughs> yeah, factual. Here it is. They went ahead and did an answer to that. That was in the studio, not far from Queensbridge. Power play. Yes. And they called me to come to the studio and do one certain part that I was known for doing on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. I'll and I did it off of one take, and that's where it all stood. So it was always looking at, first it was the, the radio wars that started to the bridge wars. Yeah, yeah. But we never took it personal. That's what I was going to say. Not to cut you on your add-on. I think that's what gave it such a, like a, a real, a real strength and always kept it in hip-hop, man. Um, and I always say this, man. Um. You come from a time where the DJ actually broke a record. It wasn't about getting the bag to play a record. No. It was about actually breaking a record. And, and, that was some um, gay, gatekeeper. That was the gatekeeper. Like, to keep it, you were the to, true gatekeeper. Actually, to keep it in circulation, that's when we bring it around to the homie. Because um, he actually is into breaking records as well. Mm -hmm. Static selector for all y'all don't, don't know. Um, and, uh, you know, over the years, I've been watching your whole motion. Um, you always show up, no matter who it is, if you vibe, if you vibe with them. It could be a Nas. 
I appreciate that. I actually don't consider myself some like back in the early two thousands. I was on FM radio. And I mm-hmm. broke some records in okay. Boston. And then, but ever since I've been in New York, I've been here for eighteen years now. I thought it was sixteen. Nah, eighteen. You was in Brooklyn for sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't consider myself breaking records. I break artists. Like my show on my Shade Forty Five show is the first place that Joey Badass was ever on the air. Action Bronson. Uh, Freddie Gibbs, Chance the Rapper, Griselda, uh, Mac Miller. Stop. It goes on. Stop, 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 or, you know, Q-tip, or the same with Joey and a Q-tip, or Joe, you know. So, so how do you how do you feel you didn't break? Or Action with Alchemist and all that. It's like I, I all don't that get it, though, son. You say you don't break. You, that's breaking. Yeah, but breaking, like, he was taking records and making it where every DJ had to go buy that piece of vinyl because that's the song. I do the, the a different way where, like, we're in different times now, too. Factual. So, if, if someone's on my show and we start doing, and say they get on my album or whoever's, it goes from that to them going to... It's like a spider effect, you know? And they yeah, start... So wait, but not to cut you, but that's regular, regular. Yeah, in in but, his time... More like an artist, not. but I hear what you mean. Yeah, okay, okay. Carry on, Dom. Nah, because, you know, it's it's not always the, the big platinum gold records that are the ones that, that have the impact in the culture. And, like, I take pride in who I've helped introduce to this and who I've kept... Like, even back in the day when I first started, shout my brother Freeway, man. He's such a great person and... He's been through a lot this last year. Peace to Freeway. Me and my partner was just with Freeway. Um, okay. Someone like Free, right? When I started my first album in 2007, it was my first actual album. I was doing mixtapes since the 90s, but this was my first album. And I remember Freeway calling me, and he's like, Peace, I heard you working on an album. I didn't even know Free. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, who's this? He's like, Freeway. I'm like, no, he said Free. I go, Free who? Because I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. If this, this dude at the time was G-Unit, Rockefeller, all that. Yeah. And he's calling my phone like, what can I do to be on it? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, who's producing it? I'm like, I am. And he's like, oh, all I know is just I appreciate what you do on the air with your mixtapes and all that. And that was a moment where I was like, damn, like this shit's really making the impact where there's not too many of us left that hold down that sound, especially for my generation. Like, now I'm, I'm seeing, I, I want to see more of the younger cats doing it. Red was saying that too. You're saying that too in your Red Bull interview. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain cats out there doing it, but it's like, I still need that to get, that torch to get carried. Yeah, you want the torch bearers. I was trying to carry the torch from Premier and and Alchemist and people like that, and now Mm -hmm. it's like, as the generations change, it's like, there's less and less people doing it. Well, I got, having having Premier as the opening on your first record is crazy, yo. That's all the DJ. That's just you so fire. That. You said that. You said that. Having to introduce that, that's like, that's just that's super dope. And Red too. Like I had, that, before I even started DJing, I had uh, the Red Alert Presents mixtape where he's in front of the, the mic on the radio. Mm. And had, um, well, wasn't you on the cover of that one? Yeah. He, he, he was on the cover. Had, I remember that record. It was a CD that was in every record. I remember that record. It wasn't yeah. like a mixtape mixtape. It was a real CD manufacturer. I remember that record, yeah. And that was one of the tapes I had before I started DJing. As, as you say that, I, sorry, yeah. yeah. As you say that, because that came to my mind. I was like, yo, what if you were about? Can't you and Red put a record out? Do something together. I would love to, man. That, that's. I this always was... learn to 
and knowledge the next set. If you want to keep this going, you got to reach out to the next set. Because if you cut it off, you cut it off. You, you're not limit, trying to limit them because they're going to keep going. You limit yourself. Yeah. So, you know, you open your arms to them Absolutely. and bring them in. That's what you were saying in the Red Bull joint, too. You was like, it's not about being selfish. Stop being selfish. Yeah. So you heard it first on a child. It might be a red alert. <laughs> it's that's selecting like record. Man. That's <laughs> gracious. I think that's about something. Let's go. Um, again, back to static. I guess back to the table, really. But I remember. I remember when I first met you, too, man. Um, you was always official. We kind of met. In a different place, but he was official, and um, Joey Badass was on the climb, and I ain't gonna lie, I felt him, but then it was that, was that record devastated? Yeah, that was. Yo, son, that shit right there, it's a big one, man. That shit was all body men and kind. Even with him now, like, working, I don't want to talk about his new album and all, because it's like something that he's not presenting at this moment, but obviously people know he's yeah, been working on yeah, it, yeah. but that's something that like, a label like he's on Columbia now, and they're like, "Where's the Devastator?" Yeah. It's like Joey don't want to do the next Devastator. Yeah. He wants to do like, but that the first of this. That's right, what right, labels right. always want. They know, always want to. That's the downfall of the majors. Exactly. That's the downfall of the majors because yeah, it is. But it I, is creatively. I exactly. Mean, but when you get the right record though, you out of here. Movie, movie, movie companies do the same thing. Yeah. It's like keep. They want to do stuff that's already proven to be they successful. They go to indie directors and go. We they want keep this remaking stuff like, that already had because it's all business. And, you know, they don't necessarily care about the creativity. They don't necessarily care about that. But that's what, that's what made it in the first place. Yeah, it's, a, it's a business. I get it. Factual. Factual. That too. Like, like what Red was saying on the Red Bull, he was like, you know, you said it before, so I'm going to say it again. We were saying how, like, the program directors say, don't go beyond the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Keep it in the 90s. Right. But to you, to, even to me too, I ain't going to hold you. That's not really, the 90s, like, I, when I hear the radio and they go, old school, and they play Mob Deep, hmm. I'm like, yo, where that's putting me in with Dinosaur? <laughs> you feel what I'm from? Like, that shit is just crazy, but it's just It's great. all about, I, can, I know that he can probably um, accept what I'm about to say. A DJ, per se, is a person that know how to bridge a little bit of everything, no matter whatever it is. If you make it sound complete for whatever you bring to the table, you're not going to think in your mind, oh, it was this year, it was that year. You're busy enjoying it and embracing it because it's how the way we program it and giving it to you. Factual. 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 So, Static, um, yeah, you're a producer. Um, you're a DJ. I was, I was like, yo, do you still around? I've been known to uh, late night in the studio. I was gonna say, it. but that's about it. You, you got, got 16s in the pocket. Yeah, you got a marketing company. Yeah, I, I kind of stepped away from that a long time ago. But we had a legendary shaman and Ben Lam in Boston who still does his thing with it. Yeah, we're actually like nominated this year at one show for whatever. Um, the, the, I stepped away from that when I moved to the city because it was like. My focus is really on me and the label and the radio show and producing and all that. I just like, plus you know it, it was so different back then. Like the street team budgets were crazy. Yeah, yeah. Had, shout shout out to Renee McLean. Yeah, shout out Renee. My dude, Chris Lighty. Chris, Chris Lighty. Oh man, yeah. I um, did all violated street teams for years. Shout out to James. Cecilia Thompson. 
Front line, front line. So it's, it's through the marketing company how you, you like kind of met a lot of Not, the, the, the some, some, yeah. Some. But no, nah, I was on the radio since I was fourteen years old, mm. so that was like that. That, that, that was, was it. How that was I just, met, you know Wu Tang and Mob Deep and just. But the marketing thing helped too because you know when we were doing Violators, like when Fifty signed that man. That, that time, because we were working Wankster before he signed to... Yeah, yeah. Like, I watched that whole... Maybe, like, right around the same time, but we were working G-Unit as a thing before he officially signed the Aftermath, mm. Shady. And um, that moment in time, like, that, I think that was the peak time for any street team marketing. Yeah, it was. That, it was like, a lot of budget money we, floating. But it wasn't even that. The, the, it was so much... The music was so much part of the actual streets. Like, you couldn't go in a clothing store... And not see a G-Nut mixtape. Or go to the corner and not see poster boards and this and that. And it was like part of it. Yeah. You don't feel that way when you go nowhere no more. Like you can't. You... That's 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 kind of like a, a graveyard. Like I, I was talking to somebody and I said, um, I remember there was a time where the streets kind of dictated hip-hop. Yeah. And now it's like hip-hop is dictating the streets. Like totally and, opposite. And there's so many other projects I, I worked where it was like, oh, you want this CD? And you tried to give away a CD and someone would be like, you know, back then people, they were excited to have a CD. Yeah. And if they see you with a CD, like, yeah. they ask you before you reach to give it to them. If they found out we were giving out the, the G-Unit shit, the line would be around the block to the truck. Wow. Like we had the rap truck. There'd be a line around the block just for people to try to get it. something. That's a fact. A sticker, a poster. That's a fact. Like, that to me was the ultimate era for, for the marketing thing. And after that, it was like... I, I got to say this, man, when you talk about that, man, because I come... Like, that's when I was, like, kind of at a certain level with things. Um, I was That's when I was working on CNN. So I got to give a shout-out to Nelson Tabata. I got to give a shout-out... To Gabby Acevedo. Gabby. I got to yeah. sh- give a shout out to Eric Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. I got to shout these dudes out because we was lined up. But I had to do that again. Bro. Yeah. Great times, man. But yeah, the um, it's now it's, it's about the music, bro. Yeah. All, about the music. all the time. All the time, man. You're doing a lot of work, man. How the fuck you be making all these beats, man? <laughs> you got staff production? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I've never fuck- done that in my life. I had a couple cats that might have played... Keys or horns. A shout out to Brady Watt. He plays uh, bass on a lot of okay. my records. Salute that. But my whole, like, I got a folder with a lot of music in it. And I did every single drum. I did, every, like, every sample chop. No every time ever, I ask you No one can ever say they did my drums. Every time I, I'm going to move over here a little bit. I'm still good. <laughs> every time I ask you for beats, you at least 75. Yeah, I mean, I like it when people come through, though. So it's like, I don't, I don't really like sending out beats because then what happened? A year from now, you'd be like, yo, I did a joint on this. And then I'm like, bro, it already dropped on this person's Because you, you didn't yeah. check in. Yeah, well, that, that's a question I had. Like, the majority of the records you've worked on, is it, the list is crazy. The artists you've worked with. Is is most of those in the studio? A lot of those emails? Like, is it a half and half? 75% of the studio. Really? Yeah. What yeah. about the Future record? The what? Future. future? You ever work with Future? Nah. Two you never Me and Two, two Chains. We have two a whole chain. album. What about Snoop? You with Snoop? I have a, uh, I got one song with Snoop. We weren't in the studio though. He, he he called me on the phone and he's like, "You just want a 16? And I'm like, "Well, there's already other two 16s on the song. I should have said, "Give me another one." What up? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He said yeah. it though. Shout to Snoop. We got some stuff coming too. So what's the two change like? Is the proposal? Al- no album. Oh, it's not out yet. Album. This is his last album on Def Jam. So wow, yeah, it's coming top of the Shout year. out to Faith Newman too. Shout out to Faith. Well, Faith, good people. Yeah. So, Faith got me in two chains and Joey. How crazy she, is that? I'll Faith is like that. Faith is like that. She gave me my first job at, at Columbia. Dope, dope. Um, that's a good thing. So, the marketing companies, 
That's a rap. You ain't doing that no more. Nah, I just, you know, that's the show off. Do you have your own that. artist, though? What? Like, uh, artists, like, not, yeah, I, I mean, mean, you know, terminology's always been on the label. Uh, a just, lot of, I, I spoke mean, the term yesterday, too. Yeah, shout out to Easy Money, who drops a lot of shit on show off, JFK. There's a whole crew, but it's like, Rex dropped a lot of albums on show off, but now it's like we do a lot of collab albums. So if I do, like, I just dropped a project with, um, like, for example, because so many come out, like me and Bun B, when we do Trill Static, we're about to do part two. That's Bun B is my geyser. That's on show off records. Like, when I do collab albums, whether it be, you know, UFO Fever, or Action Bronson, or whoever it is, it, it's on show off records. Dope, dope, so, dope. You know. So y'all looking for artists too? I mean, I'm always paying attention and looking, but I'm not like, I'm not. It's not like I just overlay. Yeah, you got search. You got search. But I'm always listening. Yeah, like yeah. I hear people that come on the show all the time. That I'm I think like, we, we could do a record. Yeah, we got. I mean, I told you you were supposed to come last Friday, but that's a different. I, no, you're right. You're right. It's a different conversation. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we here. I was, I was supposed to get a beat. You're right. You're right. But we can do a record though. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Actually, if you and Red was to do a record, I'd love to be a part of that. No, I mean, That'd be dope too. Let's get ready to talk his shit on it. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's ah, it you sure know how to pull me in there. <laughs> see that, right? You see that, right? He's like, we got to pull you in. We got an opportunity Listen, to talk We got to pull you go. in. The negotiator. Let's go. <laughs> got to pull you in. You know why? Because, like you said, man, it's, it's about not being selfish. Man. And it's about bridging the gap so that people respect the shoulders they stand on. You know what I'm saying? And I stand on your shoulders. I respect he that. He stands on your shoulder, too. I got mm-hmm. a question for both of you. Holler at me, What boy. was the year that... Because I was a kid, man. Like, I, I had... Uh, Criminal Mind was one of the first piece of vinyl I ever had, mm. but I was, it was later. I was, it was, like, the early 90s when I got it. What was the year that everything just seemed like it was back to normal after the whole Queens, Queensbridge Bronx thing? Like, was it... There had to be a time where it was like, all right, back to the regular schedule. Like, was there ever... I'm sure by now you you like KRS One, bro. There had to be a year where it was like I'm a, now we're allowed to kind of bump KRS One because there had to be years where you weren't doing it. Let me tell you. You saw the verses just happened, right? I was there's still there's still Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Because I was an active participant. When I look when I look at it in retrospect, I didn't like KRS One because I liked KRS One. I feel like Nas, Nas is the same way. Like when he now when we talk, he's like KRS is one of the my favorites ever. Let me, but as a kid, no, go ahead, go ahead. because when KRS One came out, my big bro, you gotta understand, this is my big bro. He made the bridge anthem. Like and that song made me proud to go somewhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? So obviously, you want your big bro to be in be in the winner's position. Mm. The reason why I didn't like Karis One. The reason why I didn't like Karis One. Because he smashed my bro. Shan, I love you. I got to keep it green. He smashed my bro, yo. But I had to say, yo, my bro is ill. You got to be ill, you smashed my bro. (laughs) That's the story I was going to bring up. All right. The first time I went to a live Karis One show, it was at Club USA. I remember. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and he pulled up with the BDP crew, right? And I'm in the back. I'm a shorty. And I'm in the back like this. I got my bubble goose on. Remember them? With the fur collar. I got the feline jumpsuit on. Remember those? And I got the feline tennis joints on. I'm like this in the back. Wow, skinnier. 
And they like, hey, Karis, what up? Everybody go crazy. This is in Queens, mind you. So I'm like, yo, this dude got the audacity. USA oh, State Ring. This is five, like, like 10 blocks from Queens. How, how much longer after the bridge came over was this? It wasn't too long. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you. But it wasn't too long. I'm a shorty. I was a shorty when he came out. I was a shorty when he came to Queens. Yo, bro. When they dropped that record, it went like this. <laughs> and yo, when it dropped, I had a cup of ice in my hand. Karis one, I respect you. No, I respect you. see where this is going. You see where it's going? And I, and I, I, I threw it at him. But oh, you, shit. you know what's crazy? Threw it at him, and he dipped it, and kept going on with the record, and he never missed the beat. <laughs> and that made he me. He was probably expecting it too. <laughs> made you even. Mad. I was mad, son. I was like, he, he was stupid. He was going there like someone's gonna do something when I play this record, son. And that, like, when you ask that question, like, how long after? For a long while, it just was like because you went at my flag, like that's my nation, my nation, and you know that was young me. But now, you know, I'm not gonna say older. I'm more mature. And I see hip-hop for what it is. And it's not so tribal. Like, I'm not going to say, if a dude makes a record from Atlanta, I'm not going to say I don't like him because he's from Atlanta and I'm from Queens. Because it's about hip-hop. But if he makes a record this in Queens, you're going to feel a certain way. You know what, now? <laughs> still, still, still. I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, from that night, and I remember because as you came around me, I don't know if it was during the show or after the show, whatever it is, but... You know that I was a part of them, and you were doing some instigating type of situations, <laughs> and the audience I thought you remember that. was looking at me to see if I'm going to react, and I'm just doing just a little smile. Yo, you remember that? Wow. I didn't think you remember that. You never brought that up before. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm like this big. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I'm just smiling because I know people are looking for something. Instigating situation. Meanwhile, I'm just going to give him what they're looking for. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, just yeah. letting him do. If he vent, he vent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm saying to myself, no, it can so so many ways I can think of it. Is it for me to be a reaction to be in a trap because I'm in Queens, <laughs> or is it that you know he just feel like he got to find himself a victim? <laughs> yeah, yeah. factual. You smart, factual. You remember that night? Of course. I never brought that up. How, how many years ago? I'm, I'm, I don't even tell my age right uh -huh. That was a long time ago. You sharp. Yeah, but you know the answer without think things fall back in place. It took a it took a couple years. Now when I think it started falling back in place, by the time when I left from Kiss to got a hot ninety seven, there was a old school throwdown that Hot 97 gave that was in the theater section of Madison Square Garden. And it was the battles. First they had it like the Cold Crusher yep, get yep. fantastic. And then they had a battle of me against Magic. Mm. And then it was supposed to be Marley. That's crazy. I, I, I mean, I mean um, Shan and Chaos One. I don't know when talked about that they just did Fat Joe and Ja Rule there in the locks and dip set in the same room. In theater. the same room, yeah. Same yeah. room in the... Yo, that's no crazy. They didn't even peep that. That's, 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 yeah. that's a gem. That's, that's a gem. That's a super gem. That was like they in the theater set. I bet you they probably don't. In the theater. But at that time, we were so genuine with each other during that time. So 
Even though what took place, we were still amongst each other and we were genuine. And I think what really capped it off was that Sprite commercial. That Sprite commercial. In the ring. Uh, Go ahead, talk. Let me shut up. Go ahead. And here it is. That's where I'll never forget. It took 24 hours that whole entire day to do a minute and a 30 second commercial. Wow. <laughs> This, that's like 95, though, right? It's later. It's like um, nah, it's later. Yeah, later on. But it's just the point that you see how it had emerged yeah. from there to there, you know? And that was Shan, Chris, me, and Magic. That's beautiful, 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 beautiful. Yeah. Got to say that. Yo, listen, you watching on the chat right now. We got cool DJ Red Alert, you know what I'm saying? We got Stash Selector. We got two icons in the house, whether you recognize it or not. I want you to recognize that right now. Myself, Chad, my partner, Mr. At, on the chat. We're going to come right back, and we're going to get back into this food, man. We are back with On The Chat like we never left. Um, How was the food? I got to give it to you, man. I'm not exaggerating at all. One of the best uh, Thanksgiving dinners I've ever had. Wow. Yeah, straight up. That's what's up. Right, right. How was the food, bro? I'd like to thank you for a black party. <laughs> I feel tired at home. That's what's up. Right part of the family. That's what's up. Always been. Um, Usually I'm on the child, and the premise of the show is that the guest comes on and makes their favorite dish. But um, this is a little, not a little different, excuse me. It's a lot different. Um very unique. We switched the aura up, switched the whole tone up or whatever, and I cook for y'all. Nice. It's the least I could do. Nice. You know what I'm saying? The least that's not payola, right? Yo, you know what's funny? <laughs> Yo, that's why that's the only word. That's a good question. That's nothing to do with this conversation. Speaking I've never heard that word before. That's why you up. Because, you know, in my mind, I was like, I was going to say something, too. On a remix, I was going to say, Yo, so maybe I'll give you, like, five more beats. Man, I'm getting some radio, but it's not payola. I didn't say it. I thought it. It's nothing wrong with thinking it. It's nothing wrong with thinking it. But I didn't say it. Nah, that's not payola. I ain't know it was past due. That's what you I know was what it asking. Is? It's, it's appreciation. That's what it is. It's appreciation. Hip hop style. Got gotcha. you. Gotcha. The only style I know. There you go. Only style I know. All right. Um, we back. Um, man, a lot going on. Static, red. We spoke about um. Bridging the gaps. We spoke about a lot of pivotal things that happen in hip hop and the culture. And I gotta say this, is this one of the reasons why um we we wanted to bring both of y'all on the show at the same time. Which I gotta say, nobody had a problem with. Cause you know, you get dudes like, Yo, why you nah, this I, is we, an honor in itself, bro, for like this is, you know it's I'm never like bro, to this day, like this hip hop shit is like I I became friends with all my superheroes, bro. It's like growing up and reading comic books, and all of a sudden you're hanging out with Batman and Superman and Spider Man, and amazing. that's really what it is to me. So I really it's love, bro. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, this is what I always learned, and I I have to say this because you know my first love before I got into music was basketball. That's when you had the afro. He was mad skinny, <laughs> and that's what. Mitch Green, Mitch Green, shout out front of you for the books. Yeah, yeah. First, my first day coming to high school. You know that was a. Uh, what high school was that? I went to Derrick Clinton High School. At the time, it was all boys during the gang era. So you had the Tomahawks, you had the 
the, the black now, we, spades. Yeah, the spades, yeah, the skulls, the nomads, the javelins, the bachelors, the seven crowned immortals. Damn. I mean, we the have... seven crowned immortals? Yo, know, man, you got to look at it this way. You know, that's high school consists of 3,000 all boys. Wow. That shit sound like jail. It's like a dozen different <laughs> gangs in there. That shit sound like Rikers Island. You know, and I, of all people I ran into the first day was Mitch Green. I got a Mitch Green story real quick. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize we, aside from hip hop, how much we had in common. <laughs> this the, first time, the first time I met Mitch Green, yo, yo, he joked me up, yo. I was, I went to the Lennox Lounge with my man Wayno from uptown, Peace to Wayno. Um, he's like, yo, it's my man Mitch Green. And I ain't gonna lie, I was, I was drinking. And you know how sometimes you think you, I was actually excited to meet Mitch Green. And you know sometimes when you're overly excited, I was young, you're overly excited, you don't always think about what you're gonna say. And I was like, yo, yo, how did it feel when Mike Tyson broke his jaw? <laughs> that, that wasn't it verbatim, but it was something along the lines, hey, yo, your man's grabbed me up, one hand. Mm. He had a long, and it was summer, and he had a long ass leather trench on, son. <laughs> Don't fucking talk crazy to a dude with a leather trench on in August. He had a long ass leather trench on, grabbed me up by the collar, and was like, Dude, and pushed me up against the wall. I ain't front. And I was like, oh shit, you know, there's females in there, everybody looking, you know what I'm saying? And he's talking, and you know, Mitch. Mitch looks like, he looks like the Predator, the movie Predator, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's like, his eye was kind of like, one eye was kind of shut, he had a toothpick in his mouth, he had like 50 chains on, little tiny ones, he was like, yo, what the fuck? And I was like, oh shit, yo, you gonna fuck me. <laughs> when somebody grabs you and they shake your whole body, you kind of get an idea of what type of strength they're dealing with. And I was like, yo, man, I was like, I put well, my hand in my... Well, my first year in there, okay. he was known as Blood. That was his. That nickname. was his name. Yeah, Blood. They call him Blood, and he was the leader of the Black Pearls. Wow. And you know, my first time coming in, so I'm not coming in. I'm not going with some papers, books, something like off the desk. You said books, yeah. And we sitting. There, he said, "Yo, pick that up." I kept going. You you ain't pick it up. I ain't pick it up. It was tough. It was tough. Yo, you going to an all boy school? You gotta learn how to go ahead. You know they trying to see where you coming from. It's literally prison. That's <laughs> like the same as the floor building. You no, know, I'm coming from Harlem. I'm coming from the Bronx. You know it's a whole different dimension. So, you know, here it is. I kept going. He said, hey, "Yo, man, pick up, pick up books." I kept going. He said, hey, "Yo, man, you heard what I said?" I turned around, grabbed between my legs, and said, "Yo, suck my dick." <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> yo, this is only child, bro. Here it is. I'm not knowing how big this guy was. Oh, I know. I saw somebody sitting back until he got up, and I look at. I like. Oh shit! She's a little shaky now. Yeah. At that time, remember, in some of them schools, I don't know what it's like today, but in some of the schools had two doors to a classroom. One on this side, one on that side, the back. Yeah. Right. So I came in one side, looking from the back. He was coming up. Yeah, I got yeah. out the front, but on my way going out, I was picking up everything. The eraser. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. The teachers, the, the teachers, uh, you know, all the desks was like, you know, the phone chair. The only chair that was by itself was the, do everything. Wow. 
Wow. Until we caught up again. By that time, everybody from my way, they was saw her what happened. And then he saw me again. I broke away from them. Now I'm getting ready to go to a garbage pill. And they like, yeah, no. He said, no, 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 no. Yo, who is he? He said, yo, who are you? She said, well, my name Red, what? She said, man, I like you. She said, why? You got a lot of heart. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. That's what's up. And we got cool. That's what's up. You know? But when it came to the time, I know I'm going far back now. This was, like I said, my first year in high school. Uh-huh. This was the year that the Pittsburgh Pirates was in the World Series. Rest in peace with Roberto Clemente. Oh, wow. So I'm giving away how, how far back I am. <laughs> how old are you, right? Huh? This year, I'll be 65. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop right here. We here, sure. 65. Anniversary? Huh? Is, what is your anniversary now? Yeah. Well, you know, I, this year marked my 45 years of DJing. Yo, you've been DJing 45 years? Started in 76. I was five, bro. And last month, in October, make 38 years of radio. Wow, wow. One more time. That's amazingly gracious. Carry so, on, dog. So, so here it is. When it was the World Series, we was betting against team. He bet along for a piss rod, bet along for that. Over $20. That was cash the, then. That was cash. Yeah. Here it is. He said, yo, where's my $20? I came out of my mouth. Yo, suck my dick. He said, I ain't going for that. Suck my dick no more. I took the $20, threw it on the ground and ran. <laughs> Take that 20 I took that $20 and I ran. Yo. But we was, we was good. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Um, but what I was about to say, extending from that, that when I took time to look at in basketball class, I was known for playing ball. When you look at today, when I look at if a LeBron James can sit down with a Bill Russell and have a conversation and converse upon what they are part of. Mm. Why we can't have that? In I think culture? I think I think I think um, not the country only add on. I think we're having that in a sense, to a degree right now, and this is why I wanted to bring. And not just certain people, remember to everybody, all joined together, no mm. matter what. Because I learned that when I was extending myself to be to other different generations, I had to hear from both sides. Uh, why are you with them? Why are you with them? I like yo yo yo. No. I, I, but Joe, they, you, you got to show them that. You got to yeah. show them too. You got to show them that. Yeah, I'm like, what's the reason for that? You know, so that's all I have to say on my behalf. I think so. A lot more, a lot more. Um, I want to say this. With, with, with bringing you in static here, like, to me, to, I'm sort of at, it means a lot because that represents that. You know what I mean? And you got a part of me. I get a little excited for things like this because I came up under you. You know what I mean? And I watched the transitions of music, the different eras, the different approaches. You know, and, you know, I've been privileged to watch your journey and um, be in the presence of your journey. And and it, it's amazing to me how even with a lot of money being involved and a lot of uh, favoritism being involved, you, y'all, both of y'all are like two of the dudes who really, from what I see, keep it authentic in Greenberry. Like... And, and I'm not just saying that, like, I will focus you on the, on the beats or whatever because you make dope beats. 
but I actually fuck with you like that because, like, I look at how you had a ransom and ransom was he was on fire, but then he got a little cool because of the bed, and you picked it right up. Actually, I think you kind of picked it up before he even came home. And I picked it up right when he got home. Right and, I, and, I, and I look at things like that. Like, I pay attention, you know what I'm saying? I look at things like that. And now that. look at him now. He's on his third wave, and he's killing it. I'm proud of Ransom. He, yeah, he, he was killing it before. Yeah, like, he was always dope. But now it's fire. like, I feel like he found his, like, his niche. It's like, the proposal, I love that album. But even after that, he kind of got disheartened by the whole thing. He got discouraged. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck this. I'm going to be an exec, or I'm going to A&R this or that. And he kind of fell back from rhyming for from 2013. I know what that's like. Like 2014 till like. about last year, and now he's everybody's watching now, and I love it. I'm happy for him. We got and we got some new shit in the in, in, like we got I a see, lot of crazy. I shit see coming. it. I see it. I want to say peace to ransom. Um, yeah, shout out to you. You owe me a verse, son. He's fire. Yeah, so man. straight like that. And when I first heard him, he's fire. I heard him when he was with Desert Storm and all that. He's moved on. You know, started making his own lane. And building his own legacy, and that's important. I want to ask this um, before we wrap up, man. What's next for Red Alert? You know, there's things I'm extending for myself to get have coming on. Um, tell you the God truth, I don't like to speak on certain things because it may not. In due time. In due time. But you know, there's things going into the new year of 2021. Uh, continue. 2022. Oh yes. shit! I'm sorry. 2022. <laughs> I'm glad. Okay. See, that's when you youth go ahead. And, and, and I mean, 2020 was kind of left out of history because I was yeah, fucking yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, what you see I have on is I'll continue on with this line. What is that? What is that? This is called Prop Master Retro. Okay. Okay. Of course, you know, everybody know I have the nickname Prop Master. You did. That's right. It's a factory. So, Prop Master Retro, where I say we we show, we show give you hip-hop on material. Okay. So this line I've been having for the past couple so years. So you got Prop Master? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, big up to my, my partner, Mook. All right. You know? Watch him, my younger one, that he's an artist, you know, excelling to his own. You met him one time before. Yes, I did. You know, and um, of course, my older one, he also has been an entrepreneur and dabbing in a couple of things. So, you yes, know, sir. Yes, sir. still doing the dad thing, but, you know, laying back to watch them develop into their own. That's right. But uh, still going to continue on to play because I, I'm not stopping. I still have a passion for what I, I do. I hope you never stop. No, 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 no. To me, a DJ is like a musician. You know, we we bring the music to you. That's right. That's you know? right. I'm gonna say this, not to cut you. Um, yo, like whatever you do, we're in full support of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Holla, boomerang at us. We're in full support of you, man. Like, on any level, like just not not even for me. Like I was telling my partner, I said, yo, man, I love that dude outside of music, man. I seen that dude. You know what I'm saying? And he helped me. And I, and I love him for that. You know what I'm saying? Respect. I, I, I love for you, respectfully. Static. It's, I just want to say, it's a different kind of pioneer. Because you're the first. You flash a small handful of people that can still walk in a room and change the temperature. Because it's like, oh shit, there he is. Mm-hmm. Not everybody from your era can do that. That's Very few fact. of them can do that. So the fact. fact that they walk in and that that's like, we've never seen that because hip-hop never been this old. You know, like a lot of, we've seen 
the rock and roll guys get old and the certain ones get praised, certain ones don't. But we've never seen hip hop get to this age ever. How does that just, feel? That's you're literally the, you might not have been the first DJ or the first this, the first that, but now you're going to be one of the first ones to make it that longevity in the game. That's crazy. Give a cover for still, that. Still rocking. Respect on that. Appreciate that, man. What's next? What's next for Stag Selector, man? I'm, uh, I just signed for my next album with uh, Mass Appeal. Shout to Nas. And it's, it's, my, not, it's Mass Appeal Rock Nation. So shout to Rock Nation for on the management side. But just... So that's Jay-Z and Nas. Yeah, it, it, it's dope, man. And then yeah. I, and, no, but then I got Shade, 40, sorry. You know, Shade 45 every Thursday night, too. So technically... It's Jay, Nas, and M. That's Woo! like salute to the greats. Right? Exactly. Like that. that's, that's moguling up. That's moguling up. Yeah, but the... Um, you ever did drink here? I like... Dog, I was on the first... first. Me and Nori, like... Anytime you guys know, he, he says original drink champ. Because we started... We were yelling that at parties before he even started the podcast. Yeah. I've been on drink champs probably ten times. Mm. But it's been like... Nice. Family. Nice. So... Yeah, yeah. I put, you know, I, I talk and I put my, my little ones and twos in. But it's like... I got to... Finally, do the drink champs episode where it's like me and like you know, yeah, it's whoever. the one on one. I might have to do it with like either Joey, that'd be a good one actually, either Joey or like two chains, okay, because that's what the answer to what you asked is the next project I gotta come in is with two chains, exactly. And What's then, the title like, of that album? I can't, I can't do any of that yet, but it's coming, and the album's been. It's been a thing for years now, but now we just went, we went out to like the craziest studio in the world and finished it up. So I'm, ex- I'm really, this is my. Go to the Grammys album. Like this is like, we, the the features are insane. The records are just. I'm really excited about it. I know Chains has talked about it extensively, but people really don't know what to expect till they hear it. And then, like I said, my next album, I got all kinds of uh, collabo albums with Smoke Dizza, Nems, um, Joey Badass, Joey Badass new album. Fuck your life. Fuck your life. Fuck your life. Yo, fuck your lunch. I want to say this, man. I want to thank you for coming up, both of y'all, man. Um, y'all both mean a lot to the culture, and uh, I'm not just saying that. That's not that's not just a remix right there. Y'all mean a lot to the culture. Mm-hmm. Keep doing thank what you're you doing. Thank here, you. Man. Thank you. Do for not stop. Thank you, man, for doing all this, man. It's like, I mean, tragic. You already know, but people got to give you flowers too, bro. The, the, this is a the bouquet history. right here. Nah, this is a bouquet. History. Forget about giving flowers. For now on, we got to give out turkeys because he's changing the game, man. We gotta That's how we turkeys. do it. Artifact. Salute that. Ooh. That was karate chop. Um, yo, everything's gracious. I want to thank y'all for coming up. Respect. I'm going to keep thanking y'all for coming up after this. Um, and let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it going. If you see this and Tragedy and I still haven't done a record, it's his fault. <laughs> oh. Whoa. By the way, we do have one record already. It's with Capone Noriega. Unless see, see, you see, didn't see. rap on it though, so don't. I count. sung on it. Yeah, that that's different too. I sung on the hook. He's singing. Yeah, yeah he's singing. So we don't count for. The, we're supposed I'm to have tough. that grimy. We're gonna make some grimy Damn. shit. Yo, me and you make some grimy Let's shit. Let's go. Hey, salute that. Everything wild. Bob, we gonna make a grimy joint. Look, look. We gonna make a grimy joint, and we gonna make a grimy joint, and Red gotta do the intro. I need him to talk his shit. Hey, yo, wait, wait, wait. You cook, you sing, what else you gonna do? <laughs> Yo, what else I'm gonna do? I wanna get a bouquet. I wanna get appreciation. On the channel, let's keep it moving.